the Gentiles had no recognition with the Israelite society. They were kind of a subordinate kind of people, although they have, you know, with decent treatment. Lepers were unclean. They were buried from contact with the community. But then if you are Gentile and leper, you always close to be a known person. So in the first reading today, we heard about Naaman, a leper, a pagan. He was, it was about healing, gratitude, conversion, and worship. He was washed. That's what they, you know, uh, the prophet asked him to do. And for the Jews, kind of washing was something that it was not strange for them. It was a ritual, you know, before you enter places, before you enter the synagogue, before you enter the temple, you always have to wash yourself. And kind of a hint for us as we all were washed in our baptism. And then he goes back and gives Elijah a gift, not as a payment, but out of gratitude. He was a rich man, so he kind of had to deal with some humility to follow the ritual, to go seven times to the river and clean himself and wash himself uh, seven times. And then he proclaimed there was no other God than the Lord. Naaman had a sincere conversion and desired to worship God of Israel, even when he went back to his own land. And today in the gospel, we hear a Samaritan, a pagan, who was lepr had leprosy, who comes back to see Jesus. Luke wants to show the cure and the response of the Samaritan leper. Kind of looks like Luke likes the Samaritans. As we remember, we had the Good Samaritan, and those two, they were only on Luke's gospel. So Jesus was traveling in a neighborhood close to Samaria. The gospel reveals the power of God working through Jesus and the power of faith to be saved. But we have to understand that the disease took complete control of those ten lepers. They have no other identity but the disease. By the law, they had no ethnic or, polit or political privileges. They could not profess any religion. They were, they were isolated outside cities and villages. They were segregated from all normal activities of life. And they even had to cry out, unclean, 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 should somebody approach them. The whole group recognized Jesus that was standing in a distance and cried out by his name. They called him Master. They did not ask him for alms or for money or for food. They asked Jesus for mercy and compassion. They were seeking for cure. The whole group of lepers recognized Jesus and all were cured. The lepers showed themselves to the priests. They should be integrated to the community. And that was the ritual that they did. But the Samaritan returns to show faith in God of Israel and Jesus, his emissary. Jesus recognized the prayerful gratitude of the healed man, not simply his belief. 
The man has been saved, not only cured. The gospel is looking to cure this, the cure at two distinct levels. The first level, the liberation for the illness, points to the power of God which liberates from sin and also confers the gift of eternal life. All recognized Jesus and had hope for the cure, but only the Samaritan had faith and gratitude. Lepers in Jesus' time were unapproachable. But Jesus once again broke that rule. And he drew new to them. Just like Jesus draws news to each one of us, you and me, today. So I ask you, what is our leprosy? What is our sin? Do I want to expose myself to be cured, to be touched by Jesus? The Samaritan, the outcast, came back in gratitude. His faith was channeled through thanksgiving. Perhaps the other nine were too busy to even recognize their cure, to remember who cured them. It is a strange thing to it is strange to think how often gratitude is overlooked. In fact, the people who do the most are often most overlooked. How many children take their parents for granted? How many of us do that? And when it comes to forgetfulness, God may well top the list. He has brought us out of the darkness to light, Give us life nowadays, an assurance of everlasting life. There is more than sufficient reason for us to be grateful to God. Let's remember that our thanks for being loved when we were unclean is best expressed by embracing the lepers and Samaritans of today. Do we have the will and the courage to embrace them? We all call to give thanks to God. In the Eucharist, that's what actually Eucharist means, thanksgiving. How many times we take the Eucharist for granted? The readings for today suggest a journey. They trace the stage of Christian conversion from sin through healing, gratitude, and finally the privilege of living a new life. Where are we in this journey? 